0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host with the most, Brian the Boom Corgan, joined, as always, by Andrew, the Diabetic Dynamo himself, Hello, and Brendan, the producer, Pika. Welcome in, guys. We are going to preview week seven. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready. Uh, last episode, we broke, we broke down the AFC home games. Today, we are going to break down the NFC home games. Uh, as well as our yays and nays of the week. Uh, I do want to point out this week there are some some teams on by, the Minnesota Vikings, Miami Dolphins, Indianapolis Colts, and the Baltimore Ravens. So please make sure your lineups are adjusted accordingly. Mm -hmm. And we can just jump right into this mama-jama. The first game we're going to preview is the Detroit Lions taking on the Atlanta Falcons, uh, which is, you know, I think the game I am most excited about. Uh starting with the Lions side of the ball, I think I think it's going to be a I think bonanza might be the best word to go for. That's a good word. Um I like that word. you know, I think Matthew Stafford is going to be extraordinary this week. Uh, I know he let us down last week, uh, but Falcons, this is a high-flying offense with yep. a equally high-flyingly bad defense. <laughs> so, uh, I think Stafford will get plenty of opportunities. I think Galladay has a legitimate chance to be a top five wide receiver this week. DeAndre Swift coming off of a huge game last week. I'm not quite expecting that this week, but I do think he will be a serviceable. You know, I think I could see 60 total yards and a touchdown. That's yeah. That's Adrian good Peterson, you know, I think would be a solid flex. You know, he's still involved enough. He is still getting goal on carries. And I think that would be enough for a desperation flex play. Yeah. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, you know, I think is a must start tight end Uh, Mm -hmm. top 10. I would even argue for top eight against this terrible Falcons defense.
1: Yeah. He put up a, put up a touchdown last week against an equally bad defense against Jacksonville. So he can do it again this week. That was easy. Yeah. I mean, almost everyone
0: Uh, over to the Falcons side of the ball. You know, you're starting Julio, you're starting Ridley starting Todd Gurley, if he is healthy and playing. Yep. Um, You know, it comes down to Hayden Hurst. You know, I think Hayden Hurst is startable in this matchup. Um, You know, I'm not overly excited to play him, uh, but I certainly do think he could do worse. Uh, This Lions defense is beatable. Uh, What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's other tight ends that are like better obviously, like Hawkinson better, like Hooper better, but Hayden Hurst is involved in this offense and against a terrible defense like Detroit. Uh, I think that he can be involved. So six targets last week for him. I expect the same thing.
0: Sweet. I dig it. Uh, Matt Ryan, you know, I think you can do better for your quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, I would rather start Ryan over Minshew. Mm. Uh, but, you know, I think they're in the same neighborhood. Yeah. So these we- two teams...
1: It's a it's a tough one. I'm going to give me you the Falcons. Me to, OK, I was going to say I'm going to pick the Falcons, but wanted to no. know, wanted to know if you want to hear what I, <laughs> who I predicted first. So you can be
0: the I like to go with my heart. My yeah. heart
1: says Falcons. Your heart's taking you to Atlanta.
0: Oof, that doesn't sound all that
1: pleasant. Yeah, well, it was either that or Detroit. So,
0: oh, well, fair point. There you go. Uh, <laughs> either way, I'm in danger. Yep. Uh, next up, we have the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Washington professional football franchise. Uh, Andy Dalton did not look great last week. Uh, Primetime Andy Dalton for sure made an appearance. You know, I, I think he is a fine stream. I would much rather start Cam Newton, Gardner yeah. Minshew, Matt Joe Ryan Bro. ahead of him. Joe yeah. Burrow, absolutely. Stafford. Uh, well, yeah, Stafford for sure. Yeah. You know, I think CeeDee Lamb, you can still start. Cooper, you can start. Gallup. I think is somebody I'm trying to avoid, mm-hmm. uh Zeke, you're starting that's it that's yeah, I easy mean easy. you can make an argument for Dalton Schultz, but and you I, can be wrong,
1: I do like, yeah, <laughs> like I said, there's better tight ends out there
0: uh over to the Washington side of the ball, even easier, scary Terry yep, uh, Terry and yep. Gibson is a question mark. I like Gibson, <sighs> man, he has really hurt you lately, um. You know he's getting a workload, so I I think he's a desperation flex. Uh, But if you bench him, I I would if you can, I would bench him. Ooh, Um, I would start Swift. I would start Adrian Peterson uh, over Gibson.
1: See, I actually like Gibson and J.D. McKissick this week. I say start fire both of them up. Saucy, fire both of them up. That's a that's a tough question. Swift and Peterson versus McKissick and Gibson. I'd probably go Swift and Peterson on that one.
0: I was going to say, I'm but, like, oh, I'll, I'll bet you on that. Give me the Lions I, run game.
1: <laughs> I like uh, I like this Washington run game. And they're going up against the Dallas defense, who made Kenyon Drake look like uh, what we expected of Kenyon Drake <laughs> at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Dallas gives up the second most rushing yards per game, 173 uh, and that'll be mostly Antonio Gibson, but JD McKissick's also heavily involved uh, in this offense after they made the switch uh, to Kyle Allen. So I like both of them.
0: Okay. You are entitled to that yep. opinion. These two teams give me the Cowboys. Cowboys, still. They, Next up. I wanted to pick Washington.
1: No. Oh, no, I nobody, wanted nobody to, but to I couldn't. Pick Washington. I couldn't. I like the upsets.
0: That's true. You do but like I'm not,
1: that. I'm not going to do that.
0: Uh, next up, we have the Carolina Panthers taking on the New Orleans Saints. Starting with the Panthers' side of the ball, their kicker, Joey Sly, was placed on the COVID list and will miss this week. Curtis Samuel is questionable for Week 7. You are not expecting him anyway. Nope. Uh, DJ Moore, I think you can start. Robbie Anderson, start. Teddy Bridgewater, no thank you. And uh, Mike Davis, locked and loaded as a starter. Easy peasy. Over to the Saints side of the ball, Michael Thomas did not practice on Wednesday, and he did suffer a hamstring tweak uh, today on Thursday. Yep. Uh, so, you know, it's if he's playing, I'm starting him, uh, but that could absolutely backfire. Uh, you know, it's we've seen Julio Jones last week against the Packers. Um, not a, was it against no, not the Packers, uh, it was against the Vikings. Vikings uh, yeah. last week Julio Jones was coming off of a hamstring injury and he blew up against the Vikings. Yep, and can Thomas do that? Absolutely, however, there is absolutely a warning associated with that. But mm-hmm. myself personally, if he's starting, I am starting him. I agree. Uh, Drew Brees, I am avoiding. Uh, Alvin Kamara is obviously a top three running back option.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jared I Cook. Mean,
0: is he in the tight end conversation?
1: Oh, uh, uh, no. No, there's better ones. There's better ones out there. I still like Hawkinson better. I would put him on the same level with Hayden Hurst.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's actually think a really not. apt comparison. Way to go. Yeah. Thank you. These two teams. New Orleans. Give, give me the Saints. Yeah, no doubt. Next up, we have the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Arizona Cardinals Here we in go. the Battle of the Birds. This is probably two of the most exciting teams in the NFL. Um, you know, Seahawks, everybody knew it was going to be great. You know, it's, it's Russell Wilson. The Cardinals, you know, we were pretty aggressive on our ranking of the Cardinals going into the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so far, they, they've impressed in a major way. Kyler Murray has been everything he's been advertised as, and I think entirely worthy of the number one overall pick that he was.
1: Absolutely. Good, good way to brag, too. We all all three of us predicted that that the Cardinals would be amazing. D hop would still be uh, a top 10 wide receiver and Kyler Murray top five
0: quarterback. He is. Well, I mean, it's not bragging. It's self-promotion. It's self-promotion. <laughs> We're a little
1: wrong about Kenyon Drake, but you know, well,
0: why would you even bring that up? Andrew?
1: He stepped it up, but, but Dude. he's heading in the right direction and we can still be right about
0: him. <laughs> uh, starting with the Seahawks side of the ball. um, you're starting everybody relevant. You're starting Wilson, Metcalf, Lockett, Carson.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: Oh, that was nice. Simple. That, that uh,
1: that's the same that you start every week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I no mean, they else. make it really easy for you. There's not a whole lot of question marks yep. uh, over to the Cardinals side of the ball. It gets a little hairier. Uh, you're starting Murray, starting D hop. Kenyon Drake balled out in a big way last week. Uh, you know, I, I do unfortunately think a lot of that was a little uh, erroneous. That big play at the end of the game, you know, I, I don't know how how much of that was due to Kenyon Drake's skill. He mm-hmm. absolutely did score the points, he did it. So, congratulations. But if you can, I think try to sell high on Kenyon Drake. Um, yeah, no, you know, Chase, Ed, Chase Edmonds is a very legitimate thorn in the side of Kenyon Drake. So, if you can sell for 75% value, then uh, I say go for it. I recommend uh, that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I would still start him if I have him. You know, in for a penny, in for a pound. And Seahawks are not a great defense. Yeah, I think that's that's about it. Uh, I mean,
1: there, there's arguments made for uh, nope. obviously Chase Evans. Nope. Chase Evans. no, uh, and then Christian Kirk did have a very very good game last week, but that's a de- he's a desperation for me. Yeah, just because uh, it's it's by weeks. If you have Jefferson, Marquise Brown. Um, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams. I, I don't blame you if you put in Christian Kirk after having a good game. Definitely don't expect what he did last week. I wouldn't even expect half of that, half of the points that he scored. But, you know, he's got upside like we've seen, and the Seahawks are exploitable. So
0: I would flex Chase Edmonds. Okay. I'll yeah. say that. I think he'll be involved enough in the passing game to be worth that spot
1: yeah uh it's it's a more of desperation for me just because i yeah. expect more passing than than running this entire game from both teams
0: i get it uh these two teams give me
1: the seahawks okay yep Ooh, you made me nervous there you uh, kind of stuttered and i, I wasn't gonna blame you i did think about, it. I, was, I did I think about c- it
0: I was complimenting you on that uh, but... cardinals got their swagger man yeah Really good. Uh, Speaking of swagger list teams, uh, next up we have the Chicago Bears taking on the LA Rams, the Monday night football game, and the final game we are previewing for week seven. Starting with the Bears, their defense is formidable. Very good. Um, David Montgomery, I wouldn't say is the most talented running back in the world, but is getting the work (laughs) of a talented running back. So that's valuable in and of itself. He is a solid low-end RB2 against a pretty stout Rams D-line. Yeah, if, if you want eight points, you can get you eight points. <laughs> if you point.
1: want 20 points, you can get you eight points. <laughs>
0: uh, and Allen Robinson. And I think that's end of list for this team. Simple. Yeah, simple. Uh, simple. Jimmy Graham, any interest? No. There, I there's
1: think, so many tight ends i like. I mean, there yeah. there is a little bit, but again i'd rather start hawkinson
0: yeah i think I'd he's rather, a desperation rather, i would much rather start hawkinson but hawkinson jimmy graham has gotten the touchdown opportunities yeah as much as i hate it as salty as it makes me mm-hmm. you yeah, know, i think there you could i would rather start jimmy graham over hayden hurst
1: okay they're yeah. they're right on that same level yeah i'll go jimmy there. graham i have right above jared cook right below hayden hurst
0: yeah um over to the ram's side of the ball even though this is a formidable defense, they have given up the third fewest points to wide receivers. I'm still starting Cooper Cup, Robert yep. Woods, yep. Uh, and feeling fine about it. You know, I am fading Jared Goff this week. Me too. Um, you know, he's he's shown highs, he's shown lows, and I think this week will be a little more towards the low end of the spectrum. It's going to be a big low, yeah. Uh, I'm avoiding the tight ends. Higby has been embarrassing. Everett has been an afterthought. When it comes to the running game, it is Henderson. It is Brown. Yeah, not so much ugly. acres. <laughs> yeah. Uh I would start Henderson as yep. a low end RB2, high end RB three. Um yeah, I'm not I comfortable think, with anyone else in that run game. Yeah, I wouldn't even be comfortable with Henderson, but you know, we've seen it from him. So I think mm-hmm. I think you gotta roll with it. Yep. Easy. These two teams, give me the Rams. Give me the Rams. Well, Andrew, that wraps up our predictions for week seven. Uh, We agreed on all of these games for Always the NFC, time. so that's and pretty if funny. If
1: you didn't listen to part one, find out the games that we disagreed on.
0: Oh, there you, there go. you go. Or even if you did listen to it, listen to it again for a refresher. Listen,
1: just, just watch it again. You know, listen <laughs> to it again. Just put it on loop. Keep it on in the background.
0: It's good. Fall asleep to the sounds just of our voices.
1: You fall asleep, listen to us. You wake up, listen to
0: us. It's perfect. And- Actually, if you do that, send us your name and we will do a special shout out for you. There you go. So, you go. hey, if you're sleeping right now, Kyle, this one's <laughs> for you. If you're
1: sleeping right now, <laughs> have sweet dreams.
0: Oh, I did not like that. I didn't all. like
1: that either. I felt weird saying this. I don't like that. I apologize tonight. to everyone, especially if you're listening uh, with a headset or ear-
0: earbuds. Yeah, I, I'm glad we're in different rooms. Yeah. Let's uh, jump into Yez and let's, let's just Let's, let's just, just end it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just like that, I guess, audio abuse. Uh, Let's jump into the nays, because sometimes enough is enough. (laughs) Enough enough. Uh, Andrew, I'll start. And I think we both have uh, similar picks. My first one is Jerry Judy versus Kansas City. And you told me in the previous episode you have the entire Broncos passing offense. Yes. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. I, I basically put down Tim Patrick slash Jerry Judy.
0: Yeah, I... Wouldn't really. I feel like picking Tim Patrick is cheating. Uh, that's so he why went I went with Judy.
1: That's why I put Judy uh, as well.
0: There's a shocking amount of people out there starting Jerry Judy in leagues, and I get it. He had a big game two weeks ago, uh, but last week, you know, we saw what his floor could be. You know, it's his floor is non-existent. So I think, I think against this pretty talented Kansas City defense, I don't think Jerry Judy is going to get the opportunity, mm-hmm. and I think this. I think this KC defense gets the better of Drew Locke. I think there's only going to be one good receiving option for the Broncos, and it's going to be Noah Fant.
1: Yep, I agree with you there. I'll kind of add on to that. Uh, Fun stats here. Jerry Judy is at less than 65 receiving yards in every game this season. Uh, And then the Broncos are only averaging one touchdown pass per game this year. Uh, And majority of that is to Noah Fant. Um, and a little fun fact about the Chiefs' defense, they have only allowed two receivers this season to land in the top 15 fantasy production for that week. One of them was Stephon Diggs last week. Couldn't tell you who the first one was, uh. but yeah, not a lot of receivers do well against this Chiefs' defense, and with a questionable performance from that Broncos' offense last week, I mean, they got the win, but Drew Locke put up like two fantasy points I, I don't want any bit of that.
0: Yeah, no, that's a solid, solid breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, I have Giannu Smith versus Pittsburgh. Uh, Giannu Smith has been great this season. I think on a per-game basis, he has been one of the top tight ends. However, he is going up against a elite Pittsburgh defense. I think Tannehill is going to struggle in this game, uh, and I think they... I don't think Giannu Smith gets it done this week. I think this Titans as a whole disappoints in a major way. Uh, Giannu Smith is somebody I'm avoiding. Uh, He was limited in practice. He was upgraded to full, uh, but I don't think we get 100% of Smith, and I think that Pittsburgh Steelers take advantage of that. Giannu Smith, I'm still starting if I have him, but instead of the game-breaker he's been, I'm expecting him to be in the realm of five to eight fantasy football points. There you go. That's
1: a, that's a little bit of a hot take on that one, but that's I, what, I get what it. I'm here for. I get it. Uh, call me hot Bryant. Here's <laughs> less of a hot. Oh geez. Here's less of a hot take. Uh, Joshua Kelly from Los Angeles chargers. That's no, not uh, a hot take. It's not a hot take, but if, if you, your initial thoughts on it, you see they're going up against Jacksonville Jaguars who give up a tremendous amount of points to running backs, I guess to offenses as a whole, uh, But Joshua Kelly has been involved in less and less snaps, and Justin Jackson has been the one getting more and more snaps. Um, Last time we saw the Chargers play, Justin Jackson had 60% of the snaps to Joshua Kelly's 35, uh, and Kelly hasn't ran over 60 yards since week two. So it's really Justin Jackson. um, I don't want anything to do with this run game at all, but if you had to pick one, I would prefer Jackson over Kelly.
0: Yeah, no, that's a solid pick. And my final nay of the week is Daryl Henderson versus the Chicago Bears. Now this is a shared backfield, and it really does seem to be it really does seem to be a roller coaster with him and Malcolm Brown. I I think Henderson's going to get a solid workload this week, uh, but I think the Bears are going to be able to do enough to limit those big plays, and that's where Henderson's value has come from this season. So with limited big plays, I think you are pretty squarely in the low flex category for Henderson.
1: Good one. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy who just talked about Jared Goff on the same team as Henderson. Uh, Jared Goff is a nay for this week. Uh, he's going to have another bad week going up against the Bears, who've allowed the fewest points to quarterbacks this season. Uh, and like you said earlier, this episode, only four total touchdown passes, which is the fewest in the NFL to quarterbacks uh he he had a terrible week last week he's not going to improve this week uh even though cup and and robert wood still has a little value jared goff is not going to be a fantasy pre- performer this week we've mentioned other quarterbacks that we like better um including stafford newton tom brady there's there's joe burrow all these quarterbacks are better than jared goff this week
0: yeah solid pick and i get the reasoning Uh, We can end it with a happy note for our yays of the week. My first yay of the week is the Lions offense versus Atlanta. Uh, This one's kind of cheating. Um, you know. Atlanta is a terrible, terrible defense, and they're just hemorrhaging points at every fantasy football position. Quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receiver, you name it, Atlanta Falcons are bad at covering it. So Matthew Stafford, I think, has a great week. TJ Hawkinson, I think, has a great week. Galladay, Swift, Peterson, I think are all great and usable options. Give me the Lions offense versus Atlanta.
1: Good one. All right, I'm going to go with my favorite streamable quarterback this week. Not Gardner Minshew. Hate to break it to you, but it's Joe Burrow from the Cincinnati Bengals. He's my favorite streamable quarterback this week going up against the Cleveland Browns. Burrow's coming off a very good game thrown over 300 yards last week against the Indianapolis Colts, who have a very, very, very good defense. And the Cleveland Browns give up on average about 290, so almost 300 passing yards to quarterbacks this season. Uh, he's got T. Higgins, who has been amazing this year. Uh, Tyler Boyd is great as well. A.J. Green's obviously a big question mark, but he actually had a good game uh, last week. It, it's A.J. Green, I'm not as confident in, but I do like the connection to Tyler Boyd and the rookie T. Higgins. Uh, I think uh, I would expect about the same amount of yards as he did last week, which is a very good amount, and uh, hopefully a little more touchdowns. So Joe Burrow, great streamable quarterback.
0: Andrew, that's a great pick, and I will piggyback off of that. Yes. Uh, My next one's T. Higgins versus Cleveland. look at that. Uh, He had the most wide receiver snaps on this team last week and he broke out in a major way, over 120 total yards. Uh, T. Higgins is breaking out. He is a rookie on fire, and I think he's the most talented wide receiver on this roster. Uh, Cleveland gives up the fourth most fantasy football points to wide receivers this season, Uh, and Burrow, I think, is going to sling it. T. Higgins should eat. I am all in on T. Higgins. Tee it up for a W.
1: Nice. Nice. (laughs) Tee it up for a W. Nice. uh... Thank you. All right, uh, I'm going to go with the other team in that matchup. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to go with my favorite streamable tight end this week, Austin Cooper. I like it. And the Cleveland Browns. Uh, if you haven't picked him up already, you should do it now. He is uh, increasing in production in this offense. Um, really, he, he's he's a starter for me now. He's jumped up to a starter. He scored double-digit fantasy points in the last three games. Um, The Bengals have allowed the seventh most fantasy points to tight ends this season, and he's not even rostered in in a lot of leagues, so he's a very good option. Uh, This week, he was targeted the most out of any receiver last game for the Cleveland Browns, so Hooper should still be involved against this not-so-great defense.
0: That is a great one, and my final year of the week is Mike Williams versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Love Uh, that one. He has shown a huge connection with Herbert, and Herbert has a cannon. Uh, I think there's going to be plenty of opportunities for that big play, and Mike Williams is the big play guy. Uh, Mike Williams' big issue has always been injuries. He's coming off of a bye week. He should be as fresh as he's going to be. Mike Williams, I think, has a huge day versus the Jaguars.
1: Awesome. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that you won't disagree on as much. (laughs) or Sorry, you won't agree on as much. Uh, And I talked about them a little earlier. I am talking about the Washington football team's run game. I'm talking J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson. I like both of them this week going up against the Dallas Cowboys, who's given up the second most fantasy, uh, second most rushing yards per game um, with 173. So that's going to be split among Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. I talked about J.D. McKissick being even more involved when they made the switch to Cal Allen. Uh, he's averaging, in the last three games, a little over six targets uh, per game. He's averaging around 40 receiving yards, and he ran the ball for 40 last game. So he is going to be involved. A great flex option. Antonio Gibson, however, I think he can do even better than a flex this week. I think that he has the upside to be a running back two this week. He has that much potential. This Dallas defense is not good. There's a lot of concern in the locker room. A lot, uh, l- lot of emotions in there. and Because uh, this season's not going the way they want it to. And this is going to be a lot closer game than most people predict. The questionable passing game. They're going to look to Gibson on the ground. He's heavily involved, obviously. The lead back, without a doubt. Washington run game.
0: Okay, I will. uh, yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we were well, doing
1: so well. We had we
0: were all of our
1: picks we up to that point.
0: We were like, "Oh, good one." It was like an alley oh, oop, alley oop, and then you just left the gym,
1: <laughs> and then no. no
0: so I you just, just left a big old steamer on the, the floor.
1: Backboard broke the backboard there. That's what Toss. they're
0: going to do. Well, Andrew, that wraps up our week 7 preview. Uh everybody, thank you so much for listening. We do greatly appreciate it. Uh if you could do us a favor, uh please subscribe and leave us a review on whatever platform it is you are using to listen to us. Thank you all so much for being a part of this fantasy football experience, being a part of the Barely Athletic fantasy football team, and we look forward to catching up with you reviewing week seven next week. Thank you all. Good luck. And man, let's make it happen.